and welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. Um, this episode, I'm going to be rambling about dreams, and as a matter of fact, a little backstory here, I was not supposed to record today. I mean, I, I say I wasn't supposed to record like I'm doing something bad. <laughs> I did not schedule myself to record today. Today was a quote-unquote day off for me. A rest day, if you will, as if recording for the podcast is somehow physically strenuous, which it certainly is not. But either way, I did not have anything... Um, I did not have the intention of coming into my um, luxurious um, walk-in closet that I have converted into a um, partial recording studio that has me cramped in here and basically has left me with no closet space. Um, I, I came in today because I had such a strange dream. And when I woke up, it sort of gave me the inspiration of kind of just doing one of my incoherent rambles about dreams and talk a little bit about the one last night and just other ones that I kind of remembered and I actually wrote down here in notes. So yeah, that's what we're doing today. We're just rambling about my dream last night. We're rambling about whatever else comes to my head. Um, perhaps this is your first time listening to me ramble. If so, hello, welcome. Maybe this is your 50th time. Hello again, welcome. Uh, premise is very simple. I just kind of told you. I just pick a random topic and I kind of just riff off of that uh, for your boredom, your entertainment, and hopefully eventually for you to go to sleep as I drink a sip of my morning coffee. Not tea today, just coffee. Ah, lovely. So yeah, you know, sometimes I get off track. That's part of it. And um, I don't know why I need to give so much backstory because you probably either know or you don't care that much. So going to the topic of the dreams. The moment I woke up, I briskly walked over to the office. I looked like one of those power walkers that you see on TV. I mean, I've seen on TV. Maybe you haven't. Um, because why and why would anyone watch? Is it power walking? Speed walking? Whatever it's called. Which to me is just a ridiculous sport. I'm sorry. I'm sure that maybe if you're an older listener, perhaps you've engaged in speed walking. Perhaps your Nana is a prolific speed walker, but I just think it's a very strange concept. And at a certain point, they're moving so quickly that they kind of just look like they're jogging. But that's me probably just being a hater. It's me probably just not understanding the nuances of speed walking, and I should probably uh, keep my mouth shut. But anyway, I sped walk over to my office, a whole, you know, five feet from my bed pretty much, picked up a sticky note, or excuse me, a cue cue card, right? That's what it's called. Yeah, cue card. And I kind of started scratching down some observations from my dream last night and then some other observations from other dreams I've had. So I wanted to share that first before going into greater detail um, of my dream. So this is exactly what I wrote. Party. Random people. 
five people I know, one a very good friend. Other, others, what did I put here? Oh, others are acquaintances. So the other, so in total there, there were six people excluding myself. Five of the people there I knew, one of them was a very good friend of mine from, you know, school. And then the others were, you know, again, just people that I know of, but they're maybe friends of, friends of friends or people that I, you know, growing up didn't really have that much to do with them. But we're friendly, you know, if I see it, you know, and, I've, and these are people that I've seen recently as well, just out and about, you know, either be at, um, let's say mutual friends, um, dinners or, um, you know, things related to school, you know, I've, I've seen them since. Continue with my notes. One random person at the table. This person is supposedly a close friend of mine, but in reality, I don't know who this is. I wrote down, happen to anyone else? People in dreams that you supposedly know, or in the context of the dream, you feel you know, but when you wake up, you realize you don't. <laughs> and then I put here, we never ate, but I think they had served us tortellini. So I think by the time I got there, there was already tortellini just waiting for us, but we never ate. Um, I got strangely fixated on the one good friend that I knew there in reality, you know, the, this friend of mine that I've known since I'm, you know, 12 to 13. I became strangely fixated that she did not, um, say hi to my close friend in my dream that I don't actually know who it is. Not that I got mad and not that she was rude, but rather she said hi to me. And then I noticed that she didn't really give my dream friend much of a, uh, of a, of a hello. So I said, Oh, you know, Hey, say hi, make sure you say hi to my friend. I want to say my friend in the dream, his name was Bill. Cause I think I said, say hi to my friend, Bill, but that I don't remember. I put here, Bill, Bob, Rob, Seth. <laughs> I don't know why I put Seth, but that's what came to my mind this morning. Um, and again, I'm going to go into greater detail of the dreams right now. We're just going over my notes. Then, <laughs> all right, all of a sudden I am trying to fix a toilet and it disappeared. So I'll tell you about that transition. Then in the back, I included some notes on, um, other dreams. So one time I had a giraffe safari dream, which I remember. And then I remember a dream that I was outside by a jacuzzi and then poison ivy, like the Batman character. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but Poison Ivy, the you know one of the villains from Batman, um, appeared, and I'll, I'll go into that dream as well, just for fun. All right, so let's talk about my dream last night. First thing I remember is sort of manifesting um, by a large dinner table, and to my left is my buddy. In my dream, like I said, Bill. Now, Bill kind of looks like a guy that I know from the gym, but it wasn't him. But he has sort of like similar 
features to someone that I've, you know, that I'm friendly with at the gym, but again, it's not, it's not someone that I'm actually close with. And, um, so we kind of manifest keys to my left. We kind of walk over the table. We sit down and we're the first two people there immediately. And he sits at the head. I remember this. He sat at the head of the table and I sat sort of next to him on one of the edges. And then immediately I see three people come in and I know all three of these people in real life. And in real life, these people are very close, but you know, them as a unit, but they are not close necessarily with me. You know, like we're all, we're friendly, but we don't run the same circles because, um, in school they were several years younger than me. And, you know, so it's one of those things like, again, I see these people out in public, you know, I give them a warm embrace. We say, hi, you know, we've gone out together, uh, in certain contexts, um, again, mostly related to, let's say mutual friends of ours. Um, and like, I'll talk to them. So it's not like these are three totally random people in my life that I've never spoken to, but still it's strange. Why am I having dinner with my imaginary dream friend, Bill, and these three people? As I get a little more coffee. So then, um, I say, hi, they say hi to my friend, Bill, and then they take a seat. So now we're at three. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was seven in total. Cause it was Bill, those three, that's four. No, it was six in total. Okay. So then as soon as they sit down, I see two other people. And one of them is a friend of mine that again, a very close friend of mine that I've known, you know, for a very long time. And then she comes in with a boyfriend of a friend of mine not that they were together but it was like oh you know we're all here because we're all great friends but again in reality the person she came with is a friend but not necessarily you know someone that is again this is just a weird group of people the the three people I came in together would never really like have dinner with myself and my very good friend under a normal circumstance. But at the time in the dream, it felt totally normal. And so again, they say hi. They all say hi to the other people that we know at the table. And as my very good friend in real life says hi to me, she gives me a nice hug and, you know, hey, how's it been? Long time no see, you know, whatever the case may be. <laughs> Then, uh, again, I noticed that she does not say hi to my friend Bill, like very warmly, you know, and then I'm telling her, Hey, this is my friend Bill. He's a very good friend of mine. You know, she kind of gives him a hug and this whole thing. But I just remember in the dream being very adamant, you know, say hi to my friend, say hi to my friend. This is my friend. We're very good friends. And in the context of the dream, you know, I really believed like, this is a very good friend of mine, Bill. We all know Bill. But in reality, I have no idea who this guy is. Which is what led me to write the question in the cue card, which is, does that happen to anyone else, right? Does anyone else 
ever have a dream where they like manifest and they manifest in the dream that is. And then you have people around you and you know, you supposedly know one person or two people or whatever. Like everyone looks familiar, but in the context of the dream, it seems normal that you would be like around what otherwise are total strangers. But then you wake up and you're like, who the hell was that guy? Like, who was that person? Yeah, I mean, that that's happened to me many a times in my dreams where, you know, I'll be just pretty much hanging out with people in my dream. <laughs> I have absolutely no clue who they are. But again, in the context of the dream, it's like, oh, yeah, this is, this is Nikki. This is Terry. This is... And I wake up and I'm like, who are those people? So anyway, after really emphasizing this idea of my friend saying hi to my dream friend for what seemed to me like five minutes in dream time, all of a sudden I sort of get, oh, and hold on. Um, I want to touch on the tortellini again. So by the time we got there, Bill and I, the first two, there was food waiting for us. And I believe again it was tortellini. I don't know what the significance of any of this is, but I'm just going over my <laughs> my very specific dream. So apparently we had already been served the food. So I don't know what kind of party or what kind of restaurant serves the food before their guests even arrive. But uh, when we pulled up, the food was waiting for us. And that was something that when I woke up was actually out of everything strange that happened in this dream. And that didn't make sense. The thing that actually bothered me the most was the fact that we had perfectly good tortellini on the table right in front of us that we actually never uh, ate. That was the first thing that came to my mind. So that probably tells you where my priorities in life are, and that probably tells you my attitude towards food perhaps, but that was the first thing that really bothered me. And it was never eaten. So after being upset that the tortellini was in fact never consumed and after being upset at my friend for not saying hi to my dream friend all of a sudden i get transported into a bathroom just like a quick dream transition that obviously under normal circumstances would be strange and you recognize you're dreaming but we all know that while you're dreaming obviously you don't know you're dreaming so here's what's strange I get transported into the bathroom and I get transported into a real bathroom that I know. <laughs> I get transported into a real bathroom I know and I notice that the toilet is running and it's broken. Now, <laughs> this toilet in real life has been giving me so many issues because it had been broken for a long time. Now, it wasn't, you know, we were missing a part, and at the end, the part to replace it was actually going to be expensive because it's a very, you know, it was, it was a whole thing. And so at the end, in real life, we simply just bought a new toilet because it's like, okay, now, you know, we don't have to worry about replacing all the parts. You know, it's, it looks very dated anyway. You know, we may as well look to replace it. So, you know, we bit the bullet, and, you know, I went ahead and got it replaced. So anyway... In real life, that toilet now is obviously fixed because it is a brand new toilet. 
But in the dream, it is the new toilet now that's broken. So clearly I have some sort of PTSD from having to deal with, I guess, toilet issues here in the house. And um, in the dream, it's running. And then I don't know what exactly I was thinking of doing, but I know that I was going to try to fix it. Now, the first thing that I thought of doing was taking a plunger to it. And in reality, I don't know if that was the right move. But in the dream, you know, I felt 100% justified. And I felt, you know, totally, um, let's say, in the right. You know, I said, okay, for sure, what needs to be done is to plunge this toilet. As I take another sip of my coffee. So then, I kind of like turn around to find the plunger. I find it. And when I turn around, the toilet is has disappeared. It's as if there was never a toilet there. And I probably stood there for like 10 or 15 seconds. And in my dream, I'm thinking, am I dreaming? What's happening here? I was so confused, of course, right? There was a toilet that was there. And all of a sudden, I turn around and now it's missing. And... Dream logic, of course, you know, if that happens in reality, you freak out, you run out the room, you know, you, you probably check into a mental institution at that point, but no, not me, not in my dream. In my dream, I said, oh, the, the toilet is obviously camouflaged itself. <laughs> These are my real thoughts in the context of a dream, which are absolutely absurd. But in the moment, they just sound, they just seem so normal, seem so logical that of course the toilet is still present it's just that the toilet now has sort of camouflaged itself so it's difficult for me to see it and uh no i was wrong the toilet in fact had disappeared i um looked around i touched around the floor i was trying to see if maybe i could find out almost as if the toilet had been like you know like in in like indiana jones or something it's like a hidden bookshelf or something that someone had like flipped you know like the wall had sort of come undone and flipped itself and now it was just something that replaced it it was probably more akin to that than the toilet being camouflaged but again i was convinced of the toilet N not that i believe that the toilet was like a sentient being i'm not suggesting that in even in the dream world i thought the toilet could like decide whether it wants to camouflage itself or not but in the context of the dream it just seemed like um Almost like it was a feature of toilets in the real world. You know, like toilets can decide that they can go ahead and 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 camouflage because, you know, the technology embedded in it basically understands when to camouflage itself. From there, I pretty quickly woke up and I was no longer concerned about um, <laughs> my friend saying hi to my dream friend or camouflage toilets. I said, that was such a strange dream. I was actually extremely disoriented when I woke up. Like, when I woke up, I, I didn't know what day it was. I was so confused after what I had just endured in the dream that I was like, okay, this is weird. And then that's why I said, you know what, let me let me write this down. Let me do a little acapella ramble on this dream and other dreams that I've had because I felt like it was probably, you know, good content, hopefully, so far it is for you guys. So the, the other two dreams I wanted to touch on briefly. Okay, Giraffe Safari. That's the next one. 
So I remember this dream very vividly. It's a short one, but it was nonetheless a strange one. Um, in this dream, probably a few years ago, I manifest in like a sort of zoo and I'm with two people. And to be honest with you, I do not know who these people are, but again, in the context of the dream, these were great buddies of mine. And I remember going to a, to the zoo and they have a, you know, a giraffe section, let's call it. And I remember in the zoo, the zookeepers were telling us, Hey, you can ride these giraffes. These giraffes are basically like horses. And I said, no, I'm sure that's not the case. But in my dream, they were very adamant, like, no, these giraffes, you can ride them like horses. And there were two giraffes. And I remember watching my two buddies get on the giraffes, basically just kind of gallop, you know, nothing, nothing bad. I mean, they were just galloping around like the enclosure. And I remember the zookeepers giving me bananas, which I don't think giraffes even eat bananas. Um, and he said, Hey, just throw the bananas and the giraffes will jump up and catch them. So basically it's like these giraffes had to convert themselves in my dream into like show dogs. Like they just knew how to like do little tricks and stuff. And, um, this went on as embarrassing as it is. I mean, everything is embarrassing in this dream, but I think it went on for like 10 minutes that I was throwing bananas. Like it felt like 10 minutes. I felt like I was in the dream for 10 minutes. I probably wasn't, you know, it was probably five seconds and perhaps, uh, the movie inception had, had it right, you know, where like everything in your dream feels a lot longer and takes a lot longer than in reality. But in the dream, I felt like I was throwing a bucket of bananas at giraffes for 10 minutes while two strangers to me, but in the dream were again, good friends. We're basically performing like a circus act with um, giraffes. So I remember that dream very vividly. And the other dream that I remember, this one was actually when I was a child. So at the time, it was actually very scary to me. In reality, I'm wondering why I had the dream in the first place. So in that dream, I was living in my parents' house and the setting was my parents' house. So in the dream, I woke up uh, in my room and in my parents' house, they have a sliding glass door that leads to a, a backyard area that at the time had a jacuzzi. So I remember my dream basically waking up like, it was almost like I had woken up in real life. That's what I remember. You know, I, I remember like waking up in real life. <laughs> it's just a silly dream too. And so in my dream, I'm convinced that I'm awake. And obviously I'm a kid as well. So, you know, these boundaries of dreams and realities and what's real, obviously they are not fully formed yet. And they're a bit distorted. You know, at the time I was probably like six years old, seven years old, something like that. And so I get up and it's dark and I go to, you know, it's nighttime still. And I go look outside the, uh, sliding glass door. And then I kind of notice like a like a plant, a plant in the real world. I would never go outside under any circumstance. I'm calling probably 911 or I'm waking up my parents. Like, I don't know. I'm doing something different, but in the dream, I basically decide that I'm going to go ahead and go outside so that I can inspect, 
uh, what's happening. And at the moment, I kind of opened the sliding glass door, and as I walked towards the jacuzzi, which is sort of like in the middle of the backyard, um, and then, you know, we have like a bit of a grassed area where this plant was, it kind of opens up, and it's Poison Ivy, right? The villain from Batman. <laughs> and in the dream, the only thing I could think of doing was to basically pretend to be asleep. So I remember <laughs> pretty much putting, like laying down literally on the deck um, next to the jacuzzi, putting my head like on the rim of the jacuzzi, almost propping my head up as like a pillow kind of thing, and pretending to be asleep as Poison Ivy just kind of like didn't even do anything evil in all credit to her. I mean, she did absolutely nothing negative to me or my family. I mean, she just kind of was hanging out. But I remember like thinking like, oh, the perfect solution is to just pretend to be asleep. And if I pretend to be asleep, nothing will happen. And, um, you know, I pretty promptly woke up at the time. It felt like a very scary dream, of course, because it felt like it was real. And for like three days after, I would tell everyone that that really happened. And obviously it didn't. But that's how it works, right, with uh, kids sometimes. And I mean, I'm sure I've had other relatively ridiculous dreams. I mean, I remember one time I was like in a Jurassic World setting with one of my sisters. And um, I remember like we were quite literally like in Jurassic World, like the first one. You know, we were in a lab and we were in the park and we were trying to run away from the dinosaurs. As you can imagine, I was like eight or nine years old. And... uh I don't remember much of the dream, but I remember having it, you know, which many years later shows you that, you know, some dreams like really stick with you. And I'm trying to think now at the top of my head as I take another, perhaps my last sip of coffee for this episode, what other dreams I've had that maybe are very memorable. Well, definitely another dream I've had that's very memorable. It's actually the only dream I've ever had that I can recall um, being conscious in my dream. In other words, I remember knowing I was in a dream and manipulating my dream. So I was probably like eight or nine, and I don't remember much leading into the dream, like where I manifested, what happened. But I do remember very vividly, at a certain point, kind of like saying out loud, hold on. I'm in a dream. Like, this is my dream. I could do whatever I want to do. I remember this. And then I remember saying, okay, I'm going to snap my fingers and I'm going to go to, at that point I was like, I was big into Dragon Ball Z. So I was like, oh, I want to basically teleport into, you know, whatever planet I said in Dragon Ball Z. I don't really remember. Snap my fingers and lo and behold, it happens because it's my dream and now it's my domain. And then I remember saying, I want to start flying. So I started flying. And it was a very brief experience that I was flying through the air. And then unfortunately, I woke up right at that point. So the only thing I got to really do in my conscious state of knowing I was in a dream was actually fly around a little bit and basically just change the setting. Because leading up to that realization, I was actually having, I think, a nightmare. And so it was pretty cool to sort of in the middle of my nightmare kind of just say like, hey, like, no, 
like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not having a nightmare. I'm going to take control of my dream. And, um, yeah, that really happened. And ever since, I have not been able to replicate that. Instead, I have dreams about friends I don't say out of my imaginary friends. And I have dreams about toilets that I'm convinced can camouflage into their surroundings to make it difficult to see them. <laughs> but that's that. So hopefully um, the dream telling and this ramble was quite entertaining. Hopefully you're asleep, really. Because that's obviously the uh, goal of all these rambles. So hopefully that's the case. And if you're still awake, hopefully at least you're relaxed. Hopefully you're in the mind space that you're getting ready to uh, doze off. So anyway, that's uh, the end of today's ramble. <laughs> Any questions, comments, concerns? If you want to tell me about some of your strange dreams, maybe give me permission to recount them on the podcast. Perhaps I can do that. Maybe this is a new series, Strange Dreams, that we kind of go over silliness and some of your experiences. You can always email me at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. Visit our website, sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening, and take care.